And now, broadcasting from their secret hideout, Checkpoint XP presents a show about comic books and superheroes. Robbie Landis, Joe Sloan, The Other Identity. It's a comic, a movie, no, it's a podcast, The Other Identity. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the next issue. Now, if you're new to the show, we are, uh, you know, a show, a podcast about culture from comic books. Uh, We uh, hail from Checkpoint XP, which is the nation's first syndicated radio show dedicated to esports and gaming, but every week at noon Eastern Time, right here on twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP, myself and my co-host, Joe Sloan sit down and we talk about the world of comics at large, not just what's in the books, but everything outside it from movies to TV shows and beyond. Before- Truly the most highbrow of culture. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, well, it's a lot more, you know, it's, it's permeated the culture a lot more than it has, say, even... 15 years ago, I was going to say 10 years ago was when the MCU started. So let me go back just a little bit. Man, I feel... Oh, my God. Dude, so we've been watching through uh, the MCU, and I know you've been doing this as well with uh, Cheshire, uh, but uh, Sarah Skopik and I have also been going through the MCU in preparation for Endgame. We're watching it all in chronological order. And yeah, when I go back and watch Iron Man and see like some of the effects, and I'm like, these blew my mind when they first came out. And I'm like, they're still okay, but... Wow, that yeah. was 10 years yeah. ago. I am old. Specifically for me, there, there's a scene in Avengers when Thor's on top of the tower summoning down the lightning to bottleneck him coming out of the portal. That I'm like, yeah. ooh, ooh, oh no, <laughs> oh no. But uh, before we get into the two, today's show, uh, I do want to remind all of our listeners that we don't just do comics. Again, Checkpoint XP, nation's first syndicated radio show, uh, talk show about esports, gaming. You can find everything you need to know about that over at CheckpointXP.com. Follow us on our social medias, uh, Twitter and Facebook, that's CheckpointXP, and Instagram, that's Checkpoint underscore XP. Last time I looked, 24 followers away from the big one triple zero on Twitter. So if you have a Twitter and you haven't followed us, please go and do so. If you don't have a Twitter, maybe make one and go and do so. Uh, Or if you do have a Twitter, maybe make one and then go do so. (laughs) I don't know if we want to talk about doing dupe accounts. I think those get banned or... I mean, not just like outright, oh, we can tell that's dupe account, but like my follower account on my own personal account has been fluctuating between 660 and 666 like for the past seven months. So either people are aggressively unfollowing me as they follow me, or there are accounts out there that maybe aren't real accounts that are slowly getting banned here and there. I don't know. Point is, go and follow us. Just over that 1K mark. You know, you, you'll get alerts when we go live on Twitter as well. But we also do a lot of, uh, you know, commentary and stuff like that on Twitter. So if you just want a little bit more interaction with us, those are some great places to get it. Um, and then obviously, uh, you know, whether it is our flagship show, Checkpoint XP, we do the daily shows here every single weekday starting at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we also have the Overwatch talk show, Low Team Damage, with the new season coming in is going to really kick into gear. That's going to be really, really great. Uh, Checkpoint 76 is our fallout podcast and uh, as of last night dungeons and dragons is back oh it went so well i got four i was KOs. just gonna ask 
On day one, on you knocked day out four people? one. Now, to be fair, two of them was the gnome warlock who had all of nine HP, so yeah, that wasn't really that hard. Uh, you go down quickly. I did one-shot our fighter, though, with Inflict Wounds, so that was cool. That's nice. Yeah, so uh, uh, how, that's how going great. Uh, uh, they, they did a lot. Um, actually, out of our, our warlock, this is technically his second campaign. Um, the one that we played with our other DM before was his first campaign. So I got out of him during the campaign oh i like you way more than daryl he never did that for me and then also <laughs> i hate this i want daryl to dm us again so you know <laughs> so really got I hit both, both sides both. exactly exactly so, so I, I have to ask about juxta mm-hmm. um you told me juxta is playing a female character and that he was genuinely going to try to take it seriously yeah. how did that go yep. um as as much as juxta could <laughs> as much as Juxta understands the female force, <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't terrible at it. It's it's going to take him some time to sort of uh, I think find his groove. There was a, a little bit of story element specifically tailored to his character that he he did. Uh, he tries to do the girly voice like this. Oh, so, but yeah, no. It's it, it, it was a lot of fun. I think everyone really really enjoyed themselves. So, uh, you know, if that sounds like something you might also enjoy, again, uh, twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. Uh, if you may be catching this on the YouTube or the podcast, if this is podcasting now, I hope it is. Um, Please. Yeah. Then you can uh, go and follow us there, watch us live, and tune in for all sorts of other fun stuff that we do. But today, what we're here to talk about is the reveal, the drop of the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer and international trailer. Not that there's a whole lot of uh, different footage between the two of them. Now, before we get into that, though, you promised me yesterday that you had some more Captain Marvel news. And I oh, feel like you want to talk about the, that? Okay, all right. We'll start with the Captain Marvel stuff. All right, so uh, Samuel Jackson uh, was in an interview recently, and I forget who it was who was interviewing him, but uh, he let drop that apparently Captain Marvel, being one of the most powerful uh, heroes within the canon now, but potentially the most powerful person, he says, has a whole array of powers, a lot of which she doesn't have in the comic either. And he just flat out said one of them is time travel. What? First of all, Sam, that seems like a big thing for you to drop. Like, did you just pull a Tom Holland? I think he did just pull a Tom Holland. Well, of course she can time travel. I mean, we didn't think that was a big secret. Yes, Sam, it is a big secret. But I don't like there's been no fallout from it. Like when Tom Holland does it, even when Mark Ruffalo does it, like it's all over the place. Like, oh, my God, they're in trouble. No one said anything. You don't question Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, that's fair, I guess. Like what Feige called off. He's like, Sam, look, hey. L. Jackson, motherfucker. Mr. L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? Never mind. We're good. And he just hangs. No, like, that's that's pretty big. Like, I mean, that's, yeah, that, I mean, that's potentially game changing. I mean, it's not that, like, it's anything that we're going to be too shocked about. No, I think people have a lot of people time travel have theories. The time travel theory, yeah. Right. Um, it just, it I mean, just, that's pretty well rooted in comics. Though we've got, we've seen things like Secret Wars and we've seen things, right. a lot of comic series that have dealt with time travel and really with a series that has been so long in the making over the last 10 years and uh, a series where it has so many iconic moments and really they've said they want this movie to kind of end that era a time travel story where we get to you know 
recontextualize some of those events could be very interesting. That's, I think, the way that I'm going into it is uh, with with cautious optimism and with the fact that it could it could be interesting. I'm just I'm always really yeah. iffy on on the way that they decide to handle time travel because because it's never okay. It's always well, amazing or awful. Okay, yes, there you go. It's always amazing or awful, and, and I'm not even saying that Marvel can't do it amazing because even if they do an amazing job with it, there is still a risk that they run to where if you set the rules for what you consider you know, your, your rules for time travel in Stone. If you get specific about it, now you have to make sure that going forward, anybody else who does it is adhering to those rules specifically, which if anyone's going to do, it is Marvel. But, you know, time travel's just been done in, in some really uninspired and unfulfilling ways that uh, I don't know. Um, it just it puts a little bit of dread in me. And I think I would rather have wait, waited until we actually got to end game to have it revealed that she does have that potential ability. Um, yeah. I, at the same time, I mean, could this be like a calculated leak where they're like, all right, we want to really, we don't want to blindside anyone with, with the time travel bit. We want people to kind of like go into it knowing at least on some level that there's probably going to be a time travel element. Maybe. I mean, I, a lot of times when you, when you like do keep a really good secret and it ends up being time travel, that is usually seen as like a cop out. Like that's, Oh man, they, you know, they, they roll themselves into a corner. That might be out. fair. That might be fair because I think that, that, that a lot of people, as soon as infinity war ended, everyone's immediately just like, Oh, well they'll find a way to do time travel. And I guess finding out a little bit about it ahead of time, you might still be mad. You might still think it's a cop out, but you have more time to accept it. And then it doesn't necessarily affect how right. you perceive now, the movie itself, right? Right. Now we've got three months to come to terms with the fact that there's going to be time travel. And now when, when it gets here, we'll be like, all right, let's go see how they handle mm-hmm. it. Instead yeah. of like, oh, they better not do this. Yeah. To uh, further those, uh, the, the the time travel theories, uh, there were also, and obviously take this with a grain of salt, this is in no way any type of confirmation. Um, uh, but on IMDb for Endgame, there are certain roles that have been added to the cast now which like really support it like there's like a a 1970s scientist 1960s girl in car yeah Um, okay there were a few other uh uh, characters from way back on like really early in the mcu that uh that are also on there that would only show up if a there was a flashback of some sort or be their time traveling. I mean, that also, uh, and that's for Endgame. You said not not Captain Marvel. Yes, for Endgame. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. For I see for Captain Marvel, it make perfect sense. That could just have been you know when she originally was on Earth. Well, when uh, she was originally on Earth, it was in. The- oh, you mean when she's before she left and came back? Before yeah. she becomes a right, right, uh, right. Scroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cree scroll. Which one's she? I'm judging you so hard right now. Yes, she's a Cree. Okay. (laughs) She's Joe. I didn't watch the TV show. Why are you on? Either have I. Why are you even on this show? Ugh. I need to look for a new sidekick. Which show was it that had the scroll and the Cree in it already? This isn't the first time we've seen them. Oh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That's what I mean. I didn't see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, uh, all right. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1? I did see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Fair enough. You're right. Okay. That one. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you gotta give me that one. All I right. Do. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a bit of Captain Marvel news that we have. Uh, we are less than a uh, no, no, a little bit more than a month, but a month and a half out. It's beginning of March. Marvel. Beginning of March eighth. Uh, that that will be uh, that will be 
birthday present for me on March 4th. Don't my worry. Birthday, so. We've got Broly coming out this week, so, you know. <laughs> I'm not, what more could you want? I'm not in a dragon. I've never actually watched a full episode start to finish of Dragon Ball Z. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame you because it's really bad. <laughs> I love it, but it's bad. Um, well, right. we have uh, Punisher for you, though, right? That's we do. Out. We have Punisher this Friday, which hopefully means yes. maybe maybe next week we can talk Punisher and push off All-Star Superman just a little bit longer. <laughs> just one more time. Just I probably won't more. finish Punisher by next week, but I'll watch them. Okay. Well, we can at least start with it then. We, uh, okay. we, we plan on binging it all weekend long. Um, nice. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about this Far From Home trailer. First of all, yes. Mysterio looks so good as ridiculous of a character even in concept as fishbowl head is he looks awesome yeah um so i mean mysterio is always kind of a weird villain to work with even in the comics and uh, i'll be honest with you as i was watching the trailer i completely forgot that mysterio was the villain like i knew in my head but i'm like i started seeing like like i was like oh look it's sandman Oh, that's a weird take on Sandman. Oh, look, it's it's Waterman, Hydro Man, Hydro Man. No, yeah, Hydro Man's a Spider-Man villain. I know, and and and, and Air Man. What are, is this? The Titans? Is this Wait, Hercules? Was there, was What's a, going on? Was there an Air one? I there there was a, a a molten like like a fire one, which I think is also oh, the, the Titans. You mean? No, 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 no. In, 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 in the trailer, there was uh, one made out of sand, one made out of water, one yeah. made out of like fire. Was there like an air there elemental was like a, as well? I, I thought it looked like that. It looked like a, like a tornado being summoned oh, sort okay. of thing. So, yeah. Uh, and then it occurred to me like, oh, wait, no, it's Mysterio. This, he looks awesome, dude. Yeah, no, definitely. And, 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 and actually, let's, let's, let's hang on, on, on what you said. We like, I forgot that he was a villain. Um, uh, do you think that it's going to be so like cliche as to be like like he's trying like he's behind them and he's just trying to make himself out to be a hero? Uh, Mysterio, you mean? Yeah. Like, do you think in those he's the one who's responsible for summoning whatever those elementals are? Because I originally thought at first too, yeah, Sandman, Hydro Man. Uh, it's, it's not Surtur because he's uh right. I think those are going to end up being illusions. So you don't think that? Okay, so you think that he's behind them? He's making that. Yeah. <sighs> okay. See now, 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 now. This for me is sort of the make or break with with Mysterio because in the uh, in the comics he's just a stunt dude, right? Yeah. These are all illusions. These are all magic tricks. Um, but he's straight up like flying around on his green cloud and shooting beams. You know, there there's there's the one scene near the end where one of the kids say he's like Iron Man meets Thor. Do you think because Marvel? Nothing. There's there's nothing new to Marvel taking a character. Sorry, this is fine. This works in the comics and whatnot. But where we are in the realm of the MCU, there's got to be a little bit more to them, right? And in changing them slightly so that it just it it, it works better. Do you think right. that that's something that they're going to do with Mysterio? Could it? Could he? Could there be something maybe magic related here? I I think uh, what we're going to see is so. Going back to the first Spider-Man, when they announced Vulture as the villain, me, like so many others, went, ew, that's terrible. And then they did something completely kind of new with the Vulture. Yeah, they kept absolutely. The most, basic, the most basic part of him. He's an, he's an older dude with wings. Like, that's what we know, and that's what we're going to go with. But they let him, you know, they, they cut him into the story as being like, the you know, on the cleanup crew and uh, stealing the alien tech. So, 
I they, think they, they, they wrote a vulture for the modern generation that fit into the world that we know. Right. So would they do something? The fact that this is set over in Europe, uh, w- could we see something kind of along those lines where maybe uh, was because correct me if I'm wrong in um, in Avengers when they confront and beat Loki after he murders a bunch of people uh, that's in Europe isn't it I believe that is in Europe um, I, I don't know exactly where I think it's I want to say because we, we just saw it in Avengers I think that it's somewhere in Germany though but but yeah no that that, that does take that does take what? place in Europe this is in Venice or the Vatican? It's in Italy yeah. somewhere, I think. It's a, it looked, well, well, then it's, again, they could also... all throughout Europe. Right, right. Swinging around in what looked like London, too. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Um, so, what if we, like... I'm just spitballing. What if, like, Mysterio was an attendee at that party where Loki murdered a bunch of people and the Avengers showed up, and that was kind of like his... Like, he got a piece of tech off Loki or something like that. You know what I mean? That's reaching real far back. But, uh... It would be uh, reaching far But, I mean, so did the last part. I might reach back to the first Avengers movie. Yes, yes. Uh, Omega Weltall uh, in the chat um, saying that, yeah, he was also thinking that it could possibly be stolen tech of some sort. That's that's very true as well. Um, Yeah. Because this would be a very different Mysterio if he made all this himself oh, like. yes and, and and if it's just the idea of like illusions i don't know i, I don't think that that is going to play well with where we currently are in the mcu you know first of all there's right. not a whole lot of danger in in illusions and in one of the scenes you know we see peter get punched by the water thing and i mean he's right. knocked back and he is soaked so yeah that's true but i mean at the same time i mean like it's it wasn't it mysterio's illusions that uh led to um uh not World War Hulk, but uh, Old Man Logan originally. Yes, yes. But again, see, illusions in that context matter because we're just because because uh, uh, you know Logan was just seeing the other X Men just as people that they weren't. You know, it was more like hypnosis or or, or, or manipulation. Right. So Mysterio himself wasn't actually doing anything physical. It was just Wolverine going around murdering everyone. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, you could argue like if they wanted to introduce Sandman and uh, Hydro Man, uh, that he's uh, you know works his uh, illusions on them to make them do things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of appreciated the fact that they got away from what all the other Spider-Man movies did, which was let's throw a bunch of supervillains onto the screen together and have Spider-Man deal with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that, you know. Hey, the vulture is the bad guy in the last Spider-Man movie. It, 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 we took a lesser known villain or a lesser liked villain and we made him interesting and we made him a strong villain. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not against if, if they do it correctly. Cause I mean, honestly, even, even far from home had other villains in it. I mean, they obviously weren't featured prominently or didn't fight against them, but, uh, you know, the, the, the prowler was teased, obviously, yeah. uh, scorpion was teased as well. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting. I, you know, honestly, I don't think that I would be upset if Marvel even decided, like, you know what? The fact that uh, that Mysterio like started as a stunt man and special effects coordinator in Hollywood, and he's been disgraced, and oh, now he wants to get revenge on everybody. Like, throw that whole thing out, right? It needs, there needs to be more to it, right? Like, if, if, if they the, decided like, instead, he can have a background in special effects. Sure, sure. How about instead, you know, fine, he was disgraced or whatever. The fact that, because that, he's not European anyway, he's he's still, you know, American, right? They're setting it in Venice. What if, ooh, 
Ooh, I got you. I got you. All right, so here we go. This could be the start of, of starting to establish some of the European Marvel hero canon. By saying that after all that's happened, you know, there, there's, there's all types of tech probably all over the world at this point, right? And yeah. Mysterio's character was hired by some type of firm, organization, whatever, in Europe to sort of start experimenting with or studying some of this tech. That's how he's been exposed to it. That's how he has all these different things, even if they, they are specifically using Sandman, Hydro-Man, and Fire and Airman, They were also experimented on in some way. And now part of his plan is to use this tech that he's had. Maybe he's not being paid enough. They're not giving him enough credit, whatever. And he's decided, you know what? Screw you then. All this stuff that I've discovered, all this stuff that I have working for you, I'm going to use to my own advantage. Let's loose the elemental dudes and then, you know, tries to defeat them or, or, or round them up to be the new hero or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, Still a little I, cliche, but... It's a little cliche, but... Uh, the more I think about it, the more if it is like him being a special effects guy, I totally want a Scooby Doo ending where we reveal who the bad guy is at the end and how he did all the tricks. Uh, see, you know that's that's potentially another thing. Like, like we see him pretty early on. Like, there's no way that he's a bad guy, and then at the end. Uh, actually, redemption arc, I guess. But the fact that in the trailer they show him without his helmet, like so kind of willy nilly, you know? Yeah. And then he has his helmet on again. I don't know. Like, like, like you have the it same. Is weird. They kind of did it backwards. Yeah, you have the same suit. So if that is the sequence of events in the movie, and he has the suit, and then he puts the helmet on, like, like we're clearly going to know you're wearing the same suit as as the other dude with the same. Like, we know your identity now, kind of deal, right? So, right. Hmm, I don't know. Uh, Omega Welltall suggesting it could be a Doctor Strange type thing, where if we want to involve more of the mystical, um, it's very universe, true. It's very true. Mean, I mean, he could be. I and this is just me selfishly wanting to see Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland on screen together. Uh, if we got a sequence where you know Doctor Strange shows up, because it wouldn't be out out of the realm of possibility that they keep him hidden in the trailer. Uh, we saw him work a lot with Iron Man in this one, and then to see him work with Doctor. Oh, I wonder if there's something to be said for the fact that we're not seeing Iron Man at all in this trailer. <laughs> But who we do see a lot of, which is what I want to pivot to next. First of all, what the fuck, Fury? Like, you just sitting in his room and you just tranquilize one of the students as they walk in? Like, yep. what? Yeah, uh, so that was an interesting uh, <laughs> beginning sequence, wasn't it? Like, the, uh, I mean, all right, yes, you're, you're Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, but the balls on that guy. Like, come on. Let's, let's go for a walk. Ned. Man. Oh, Man, brutal. he's the one who created a distraction in the last movie. Now, now I do have to say though, where do you think the motivation for this is coming from? Because obviously, yes, sure, Spider Man has talent. He he can obviously be a hero. Blah 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 blah. All that type of stuff. But but why why now? I mean, obviously, like, like, like even even if Fury, I know why now? even if Fury because. knew something was going on in. Europe or London. He's like, all right, Spider-Man's near on his school trip. I'll just tap. It must have been, it would have been a lot easier to probably fly somebody else in from somewhere else. But no, what's but, your theory? But here's my theory. It's because we're going to lose Iron Man in an end game, which isn't too shocking to anybody, but he's going to tell Fury that Spider-Man's the next leader of the Avengers. 
and that he needs to start being trained to be the leader of the Avengers. The next leader, but Captain yeah. Marvel, man. No, I don't think Captain Marvel will lead the Avengers. I think Captain Marvel will do what needs to be done to make the story make sense and say, I'm only showing up when Galactus gets here, because if I'm here, then all your problems are moot. All right, very but, but outside of that, uh, uh, like away from the trailer, we, we've actually got like confirmation, I think, from Feige that uh, Captain Marvel is the future of the MCU. She's going to be the new Captain America. I So, okay. So I believe that, right? I just think when we get a Captain Marvel movie uh, in the future, it's going to be dealing with more cosmic threats, right? And sure, she might do that. But I think the day-to-day leading of the Avengers and protecting, you know, the Earth from the threats upon Earth is going to be Spider-Man. I feel like he's going to be the next leader. Okay. So, so, so Hawkeye, Black Widow, potentially if, if they don't die. Thor, Doctor Strange, T'Challa, uh, uh, Wanda, Vision, if he comes back, they're all sure. suddenly going to start taking orders from like a 16 year old. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen immediately, but like if he's the okay, being fine. trained to a, be the a, new leader, a 19 year old, gonna pass, a 20 right? year old, like. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man's got the heart, no. man. Yes. Okay. Okay. No. No. Perfect. Perfect. He's got the heart. You're right. So let's make Flash the leader of the Justice League. How does that you sound? How happy I would be. You know how happy. That I don't would care make. how happy that would make you. How do you see that going? Uh, well, I, I get what you're saying because you know, as long as Superman's around, that's you know, no, 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 whatever. Superman, I, I, I don't care whether Superman's there, whether he's not, whether Batman's there, whether he's not. How do you see it going? Flash calling all the shots. Um, badly because Flash isn't nearly as smart as Peter is, though. Like, honestly, actually, the way that the Flash is depicted a lot in the Justice League movies and the way that 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 Peter acts a lot, specifically Tom Holland's Peter. I don't know, man. They're they're kind of both honestly right there. Sure. They have the heart. You know, they they, and and, and I guess it depends on what iteration of Barry you're 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 looking at. I'm thinking Justice League animated. So I'm thinking Wally West. Actually, was Wally never like into sciencey sort of things? Um, he doesn't really show it very much. He works a day job in a factory. Hmm. I mean, uh, he didn't show it there. That's a that's a stretch, man. I don't know, but I feel like Spider Man is always, you know, when I say the heart, you know, he's he's being kind of groomed by Iron Man in the beginning. Obviously, he's you know saying, "Hey, stick to stick to your area, stick to the you know, be a friendly neighborhood Spider Man, all that stuff." But I mean, for a character whose whole thing is about defending the little guy and being responsible and you know when you you know when you do nothing and bad things happen it's your fault that to me really kind of jives with like captain america and what his whole motto was at the beginning of captain america like i could see him being the next leader Mm. i don't know I, th- I, th- I think that's stretching it. I-, I do think there is something too stark. So what's your theory on why Fury is there then? Oh, I, uh, well, uh, again, I do think there's something to your theory about Stark leaving some sort of message for Fury, right? That that you need to watch out for this kid. Uh, you yeah. know, he's, he's going to do what he's going to do. Like, like there is no stopping him. So he needs guidance. He needs to be trained. He needs a guiding hand. Um, I think it would be cool. I don't know if they would do it. But if Stark were to leave 
something for him. And I, I mean, obviously, the you know Stark Enterprises that's being left in in Pepper's care, uh, or or even maybe in 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 Happy Hogan. I, I don't know. Like that's not something he's just going to gift to some you know random kid, surrogate son, or not. But I could right. see him leaving him something so that that going forward peter does have more resources well at his disposal if they stick to the comics eventually he'll run parker industries which will be like the biggest rival to stark industries um i could see him actually oh that would be interesting if he left like stark industries to peter that would be Hmm. and and he changes it you know, in Spider-Man 3, we get something or whatever, where he realizes <laughs> I can't live in the shadow. I got to, you know, create my own blah, 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 rebrands yeah. to uh, uh, to Parker Industries. I could see something like that happen. And, and you're right. Maybe he doesn't run the Avengers, but we know we're going to see the West Coast Avengers at some point. Do we? Maybe that. I think so. I mean, we've already mm-hmm. begun to see a lot of the Avengers who make up the West Coast Avengers. Well, so. Right. But we're also sent because of we're because we're, you know, probably losing a lot of the Avengers. They will probably just fill, true. fill in those ranks. But who I, mm. I just think we have a lot of superheroes at this point to, to start figuring out then, because I mean, yeah, you're right. We're going to have uh, Falcon and War Machine. Uh, we're going to have Vision, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange. Um. We still have Hawkeye and Black Widow. Man, I I, I, I don't know that I'd be counting your eggs before they all hatch. Or, or I know. It, it's so hard to, isn't that the thing, though? It's so hard to predict who we're still going to have at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. But I, I do think like in Phase 4... We could see a West Coast Avengers. I think that's well, and, and you also have to remember as long too. As we don't see a Great Lakes Avengers. I'll be fine. Uh, you also have to remember too that by that point we also have uh, the Fox properties coming in, so that's going to open oh, it up even yeah, more. Do. Like honestly, I, I you think Phase Four is going to be dominated by like Fantastic Four and X Men? Honestly, honestly, I have no like. I can't even begin to theorize or picture what a phase with the Fox properties even looks like uh, you I know, know at at the uh, at the Golden Globes there was a uh, an interview with uh, Kevin Feige that was actually really really cool you know they were asking about the Fox deal and stuff like that and he's like yes yes obviously of course you know we're happy to have the Fantastic Four back the X-Men back but you know what people don't realize is it's not just the Fantastic Four or or the X-Men having those properties back in our hands opens up access to literally hundreds of characters that you maybe never would have thought you'd see on the screen that we have plans to do stuff with and will be cool to work into our universe. So man to, I mean, you know, at, at this point we usually get specifically Disney Marvel side, what three, if we're lucky four movies a year, on right. the Fox yeah. side, we also we got. Get, let's say one second. We got two or three. Release. We usually get a February, a like a like a May, an August, and a no, and a November. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, four, See, yeah. so so about four, and then you take into consideration now they have all these Fox properties. Are they still going to try and stick to the three to four a year, or are they going to double down? Because you know when Fox was also releasing two to three a year, are we now looking at potentially? you know, five, six Marvel movies a year. Like, would they step oh it up God. that much? That's so much. Yeah. Like, but- I know, like, there, I know there's been, like, the messages about, like, oh, there's going to be superhero fatigue at some point. It just, it, it doesn't happen every single time. Mm-hmm. But 
like six Marvel movies a year plus uh, plus the DC offerings that are going to come out every now and then. That would be a lot, but I guess it's not really a lot because it's what we're getting now. It's just under different names. That's true. That's true. Uh, and the only difference would be instead of every other one sucking because it was Fox or DC that was doing it, the majority right. of them will probably be awesome. Or... Man. Or we could actually get to a point where we do start running the risk that even the Marvel movies start dropping down in quality. Could be. I mean, so the, I mean, when was the last track. to you? When was the last really big miss? Like that was not worth seeing in the theater. Not worth seeing in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, it still hasn't happened yet. Even even though I've had one. Uh, Thor: Dark World was a pretty big disappointment <laughs> in theaters. Uh, but that might be it. That See, might be even, my only even one. I was okay with Thor Dark World because even though it may not have been the best one, uh, we still got a ton of info about Infinity Stones in that one. We did. But I mean, I didn't need to see that in theaters. I don't even... You know, I'll be interesting. Now that we're doing our MCU rewatch, right? Yeah. Because if, there, if there's any kind of recontextualization for Thor Dark World... Because it was the same thing for both of us with uh, Captain America the First Avenger. Iron, Iron Man 2 as well. And Iron Man 2. And, and yeah, honestly, all three of those I movies even, I liked way better on the second watch through. I didn't, even, I didn't even hate Iron Man 3 as much as I thought that I did. So I'm really excited to hear that because I liked Iron Man 3. I kind of walked out of it like, well, that was a weird movie, but I liked mm-hmm. it still. I'm excited to see Iron Man 3 again, yeah, actually. Yeah. So uh, uh, there's obviously well, a lot Iron of Man 2 was, was nice. I actually got took up a ton of flack because as we were sitting down for Iron Man 2, I was telling Rob and Sarah, I'm like, you know, everyone gives this movie crap, but I like this one. Uh, and they gave me a ton of crap. And then we got to the end of it and they were both like, no, this one was really good. It wasn't that bad. I mean, th- th- there was a few kind of cringy-ish moments. Like, sure. oh, okay. Anything you, involving you, Justin Hammer? Yes. And and also <laughs> the, okay, you've turned your, your, your suit into a suitcase. Har, har, har. Yeah. I, I, though, I, it's one of the things I actually really liked about that movie is, and one of the things I like about Iron Man in general is because all of his uh, leaps in progression with this technology are very logical leaps. Like we start with, you know, the, the Mark one in the cave where he has to have someone else strap him into it. It takes like 15 minutes. Then we, his, you know, the very first thing he works on is I need to be able to get this thing on and off quicker. Uh, so, you know, that's what the Mark one and Mark two do. Then you get the, 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 you know, the next logical thing. What if I'm not somewhere where I could have my machine to put this on? I need to be able to take this with me. The suitcase comes up, and now and then in three, we're going to see he's got the the homing R- rocket rocket propelled ones. Yeah, right. Um, and, I, I, I will say it, it's, a, it's a logical leap. I, I will say it was actually really cool. And, and when he gets into the the Mark II, and you know, it's putting him on, putting it on him and stuff like that in the first one. You know, I, I had said to to Cheshire, you know, it's really cool as we're going through to to see again, like you said, this this logical progression because the last time that we saw it, he literally just taps his chest and you know, liquid sort of metal Nanites come all, out all around yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and that's why that's also the reason, by the way, that I'm pretty sure, you know, 99 percent sure that this will be Iron Man's last hurrah. I just don't know where he can go anymore. That's like, yeah, he's, he's really figured out like his tech is at the pinnacle mm-hmm. of what like we as people can understand. Like, oh, I don't have I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I need to shut this down right now. Volkai saying Iron Man 2's biggest problem was having a different actor for Rhodey. Wrong. You will not disrespect Don Wrong. Cheeto in my chat room. Wrong on every single possible level. Listen, Iron Man 2's biggest strength was replacing what the fuck was his name with Don Cheadle, a way better roadie. Uh, not I, I, I like the this. first roadie, but Ugh. the new one's way mm. better. No. Like, Don Cheadle is 
way better. No, the uh, the guy who played uh, I didn't even spell Rhodey right in my Google. <laughs> uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard yeah, Terrence as, as Rhodey. He came across as whiny. He came across as bitchy every single time that he was on screen. He he came across like he was Tony's nanny. And and yeah, I, but- and, and hold on, hold on. I realize that that's kind of part of it, but. Don Cheadle came across in a way that wasn't like bitching. Oh, why do I have to take care of this kid Stark? Like he came through like, I am sick of your shit. I've had it up to here with you. If you don't settle yourself down, I will kick your ass. I never got that from Terrence Howard. He was just an annoyance. uh, The line, how's the fun V was amazing. Great line. Okay, fair. But fair. You're, you're right. Uh, there are scenes that I think Terrence Howard does really good with. Um, the scene where after Tony comes back and has built the first Iron Man suit and he goes into the hangar while uh, Terrence Howard's character is giving the, is like uh, instructing the new guys and like starts making jokes about how he like uh, picked up a, a trans person oh, down. Right, 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 right. Sure, sure. Rio or whatever it was. But I mean, the way I, I, he acts that scene is so good. It's I, perfect. I mean, I think that that's just good writing and anyone that you would have put into that probably it probably would have came off well enough, you know, but no, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, that's fair. I'm sorry. Uh, um, Don Cheadle as Rhodey. Way better. Way, way better. Don Cheadle's amazing. Every single level. Um, so, yeah, but going through, you're right. I, I would like to see a lot of this get recontextualized because it's, you're right. Like uh, even movies like Thor Dark World, I'm having now reseen the first Thor movie. I'm being like, wait, this isn't as bad as I remember it being. This mm-hmm. was actually I, like I feel like Thor really did suffer from having come out right around Iron Man one and two. Or Iron Man really was the bigger problem. Well, sort of being compared to it, because because you're right, it, it wasn't necessarily a superior movie, but it wasn't any worse than what I thought. You know, the first time I saw Ant Man, for example. Uh, Volkai does say that uh, uh, he didn't have any issue with the actor change, but I believe that was the cause for much of the criticism it got at the time. Oh, well, I can see that because yeah. at the time, yeah. Uh, well, people- I, I guess it would have been the first time that Marvel would have. Yeah, actually, actually re- re- recast because we didn't even get Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk yet. So we didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. And having that, that was an interesting one to go back. Cause I had never seen the Hulk. That was mm-hmm. my first time watching the Hulk. Womp, womp. Um, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk's way better. Oh, way, way, way better. But way uh, better. <laughs> all right. So um, anyway, we're we're pretty off the topic of the uh, Spider-Man trailer, though. But overall, I think we're both pretty hyped for it, and uh, I think that that's probably where we're going to leave the episode today. Uh, next week. We'll, we'll maybe talk some Punisher, depending on how far me and Joe get into it. So uh, look forward to that. But otherwise, uh, Joe, give them the uh, the ending spiel and the outro and stuff because I'm choking right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, make sure you guys tune in later today for Checkpoint XP. We're going to be giving you the latest in gaming news and esports news. Uh, we're also going to be talking a little bit of NALCS, uh, previewing that for the season coming up. Make sure you follow us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. That's going to be it for us today, guys. So, until next time, <clears throat> will Punisher Season 2 be any good? Will they finally talk about All-Star Superman? Find out next time. Same Twitch channel, same Twitch time. 